0: Welcome to another episode of Outside Shots. Uh, I am Saul Bookman, and joined as always by the one, the only, uh, the the a little uh, a little testy this morning, a little irritable uh, Eddie Johnson. Eddie, how's it going, buddy?
1: It's the first time in your life I look small next to you.
0: <laughs> See what I mean? Like oh, know, we already started. That's always I been brought to you by well, the good folks let at EOGs. OGs, which clearly EJ needs some OGs right now. He's feeling a little – I feel like you're in a dentist office uh, somewhere in the Chicago area, or I don't even know where you're in, actually at in the country, to be honest with you. So I see you wearing your Cubs hat. I'm in
1: Chicago. I'm in Chicago. I'm, I'm at my, uh, my uh, brother-in-law's home now. It's obviously, both of their parents have passed away. So this is his home. I'm here hanging out in Chicago. Uh, That's what I'm doing. And, yeah, uh, the Cubs do play the Diamondbacks. That starts tomorrow, right? That series starts
0: tomorrow? starts today.
1: Yeah, it starts today. We already took care of the Giants. That's right. Sent them back to San Francisco. And, uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, now I want Phoenix people to understand this. I like the Diamondbacks. Okay? I had season tickets for many years. So, I was there when they won the World Series, when they came back on the Yankees. I think it was, what, game six or something like that, and then they kicked their butt. I was there, okay? I was there for the first championship, the only championship. But when it comes to that right there, nobody takes their place. No one. Okay. Not even my family. Not even my family because I'm (laughs) watching Cubs for the next few days.
0: Okay. Are you going to go to the game?
1: No, matter of fact, uh, I'm going to watch it on TV. Uh, I could have gotten tickets, but no, uh, I'm going to head back to Phoenix here tomorrow and, uh, get ready for my bears on Sunday.
0: Okay. See, right. I
1: could stay here and go to the bears game, but I don't like going to football games live, especially for teams that I love. Cause you don't really see the game like you see it on TV. So mm-hmm. I'd rather watch it on television.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, let's talk about shoes, man. Let's talk about shoes. Uh, Devin Booker's shoes dropped. Uh, well, Unofficially dropped. Uh, we got some some sneak peeks at them over the last couple of days. These are the Havens, uh, the black version of his shoe. There's an orange version as well, which you get to in a second. But uh, Eddie, I don't know if you've seen this yet. Uh, what were your initial thoughts on what these shoes look like, and would you cop them?
1: Well, I'm not much of a shoe buyer. Uh, recently, I've started to buy more Nikes and you know buy you know different shoes because I like to wear them with my suits because you know, heels are out now for, for guys that wear suits now. You can wear casual shoes with your suit. So I'm a little bit more collective on that. Uh put that picture back up again. Uh I you know I love my boy Book. Look like I can go bowling with those on.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan of them either. Um I know a lot of people are, and you know, hey, God bless them. But I, I just ain't, I ain't one of them. Uh, you know, the other night, EJ, we'll we'll show you this clip. The other night, uh, Devin Booker was at the Drake concert, and he got he got pulled out by Drake. But at some point, Drake goes to the stage, and if you look on his feet as he's walking up the stage, he's got the orange version of these shoes on, um, which have been all over social media as well. Uh, they're pretty dope. Uh, you know, obviously Drake and Book go way back to the, his Kentucky days. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, the, again, orange. Uh, apparently, allegedly, our guy Flex has told me that um, if it, you just got to wait to see all the colors because apparently the 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 dynamic colors are coming and that'll change your opinion of the shoe if you don't already like it as it is yeah i agree
1: i agree i agree with that i just don't i don't like the combination of that shoe that you showed me the orange shoes look good right so yeah i'm gonna get me some and i'm not buying them either i'm gonna tell him to get them to me because if he doesn't then i'm gonna rip him when he has a bad game (laughs) so trade-off hey man i've been protecting you for a lot of years but if you don't give me some, if you don't give me all colors, size 15,
0: I'm going to destroy you if you have a bad game. Yeah. Uh so, so. E- EJ back in the day, uh you know, back when you were uh in Chicago and in in Cabrini Green and stuff like that. The shoe game wasn't necessarily up to where where it ended up being like in the 80s and 90s, right? It was before your time. Am I correct on saying that?
1: Yeah, I mean, back in our day, you didn't have much of a choice, man. Like you had the, the Converse canvas. That's what you had, canvas. That's why I say. These dudes walk around and they just get injured like nothing. They're supposed to be wearing these high-tech shoes, and they spend more time on the bench because they sprain their ankle and all of that. Uh, I, I grew up wearing canvas, all-stars, Chuck Taylors. And uh, I'm telling you, man, I never had an issue, never sprained my ankle in them, nothing like that. You know, you get these high-fangled new shoes now, man, and they wearing them, and they look good. Well, dudes always walking back to the locker room with turned ankles. So for me personally, I will say this. Like as a NBA player and, and as a college player, I never wore Nikes. I wore Nikes one time as a basketball player. And I sprained my ankle like twice. And I never sprained my ankle. And I just stopped wearing them. So I wore uh I wore a pony when I first got in the league. I wore Adidas uh and those were the shoes that i wore most of my career i you know when i went to europe i think i wore nikes because i had no choice uh but i was always afraid of them because i just never had good luck playing basketball in Nikes.
0: Hmm.
1: and i'm not gonna put it on the shoe i'm just maybe it's just the way my foot is made right so that's why i tell guys yeah you can go for the money with the shoes but you better make sure them damn shoes like are good for your feet because if your feet start bothering you, then that's going to ruin your career. I and mean, I've seen many guys go for the high-tech, you know, shoes because they're getting paid to wear them and they have all kind of foot problems. So for me, I- I'm more so telling guys, man, you wear what's comfortable, man, because that's that's your prize right there. If your feet are messed up, you can't play this game.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, D.A. kind of had that issue at first when he first got to the Suns, uh, those, those damn Pumas, uh, just weren't lining mm-hmm. up with his feet the right way. And he kept like kind of twisting his ankle, having fit- foot issues, got that rectified yeah. now. Cause he hasn't had that in a while, but, uh, yeah, like I totally agree with you. Actually, let's talk about shoes. Let's talk about, you just talked about the canvas shoes, uh, you know, back in the day, um, the Chuck Taylors, but, uh, my favorite shoe of all time, uh, basketball wise on a court. And I, it, to this day, I've never been able to find it. I don't know what style it was. I just, you know, at the time I was a poor kid. I went to like, you know, factory to you or Ross and I grabbed me a a pair of Adidas that look like the black um celtics larry bird versions but they were the adidas Mm. version they were the most comfortable shoe i've ever worn um i dropped Mm. 45 in a summer league game with that like i to this day i wish i could find that shoe but my favorite shoe of all time is obviously the jordan ones you got to go with that because you know you're a chicago guy you know what the jordan ones look like they're the the classic jordan version um and then right behind that and i think this would surprise a lot of people um to me i don't know why but I really dig the Grant Hill-Fila's way back in the day uh, when Grant Hill came mm-hmm. to the league. Uh, he, was, he, he was the only one, I think the only one in the league that was repping Fila at, at the time, and, and still to this day probably is the only one that's ever repped Fila uh, in the NBA. So, Well, yeah, I mean, I,
1: obviously, uh, Michael Jordan's shoes are probably the prettiest shoes that we've seen, uh, and they, they put a lot of money and time into that as well. Uh, He always got first dibs on designs anyway, no matter how many players were signed up to Nike. He was always going to get first dibs. Uh, But his shoes were, you know, they were aerodynamic when he first came out with them. The color scheme was always tremendous. Uh, So he's definitely got the prettiest shoes that we've seen. The best shoes, and you said it, is Adidas, man. I I don't care. Uh, Adidas, to me, is the best basketball shoe ever because i'm talking about not just you know it's look is not gonna jump out at you you know but it's a beautiful look the three lines on there just the way they made them but it's just the way they feel on your feet man i'm just telling you i and you know at one point in time saw adidas was not in the shoe game over here Mm -hmm. they were more so based over in europe uh where they originated and they weren't paying guys money they'll give you the shoe you know at one point in time i was in the middle of not having a contract and they'll give you the adidas shoes all day long yeah you can wear them but we weren't paying you that was their motto back in the day now obviously it's changed uh because yeah. they pay very well to a lot of guys but uh back when in the 80s and when in the 90s when i was playing they weren't willing to pay anything but they'd give you a ton of merchandise they'd give you as much merchandise as you wanted uh wear their shoes uh, and I did, and I'm telling you, I to me, I played my best basketball wearing those shoes.
0: Wow, okay. They're the
1: most comfortable shoes. Whether it's basketball, running, uh, New Balance as well. Uh, in regards to a running shoe, those shoes are the best for your feet. And I'll just tell parents this: like you, a part of the things in maturing your kid, especially if they're an athlete, you got to make sure that you don't let them escape your decision making too soon and if you have an athlete you got to make sure that he's wearing the shoes that actually fit their feet and and he can play in those because if you don't no matter how good they look it could cut his career short and and for me i i was always a stickler for that man i'm like look man i'm wearing shoes that's comfortable for me i turned down money at one point in time from nike and, and a couple other shoe companies to wear adidas i didn't care because i i just knew man that those shoes weren't right for me like with nikes they used to sit up they're better now but they used to sit up on a heel like you know it lift your lift your heel up well i had like semi-flat feet so they just never fit me right and and so yeah it's all about the money though and then we know for Devin, you know they're going to make the shoe to fit his foot but for the normal kid going in the shoe store to buy the shoes, they're not gonna do that for him.
0: Yeah, for sure. So for
1: I, sure. I tell people all the time, those shoes that the that the pros wear, those gloves, baseball gloves that they use, those balls that they use, those bats that they use, ain't the same as the one you get in the store. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? They don't yeah. they don't last as longer. You know, the the pro shoes are double or triple stitched. You can wear them things, man. I used to be able to wear shoes for at least fifteen games. There's no way on earth that a guy can do that now. Or that just goes to buy the shoe out of the store. So, you know, you have to be careful when, you, when you're when you looking for shoes for your young athletes.
0: So you're saying you don't think NBA players, like if Devin Booker, because I know Devin Booker doesn't wear the same shoe every game, but you're saying that if he bought a shoe off the rack, that it wouldn't last more. He, he could not wear it 15 games.
1: No. No, it's not going to last
0: no wow really not gonna lie come on man please that's that's
1: not good marketing why would you make that's the one thing about this it's the one thing that's different in in our country and and that's the part i don't like is that you know like for instance uh, like i went over to the to the middle east i went to dubai and they make things to last a lifetime that's their motto right like but we, in a marketing sense, if we're making things last a lifetime, guess what? They're not gonna make any money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so why would they make a shoe to last longer than what it should? They're gonna make it last just long enough. Long enough. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying the Nike product isn't good, but it ain't matching what Devin is wearing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: it's so. Funny. I mean, but that's understandable though. I mean, I'm not tripping on it. I mean, that's just a fact of life.
0: I feel you I feel you um we got some people in the chat thanks to all you loyal followers we appreciate you hello uh says that con- converse did add a, a comfort soul so that's cool uh perplex damage said that when he was in high school he was wearing the pennies uh, I love the penny Hardaways mostly because yeah, the pennies were nice they, yeah. they had this they have a sentimental effect for me because uh, Mike Bibby <clears throat> wore the pennies um, in the national championship when they won the blue ones uh they were they were a nice little style there um, uh hello also says is it weird that Team USA is sponsored by Nike and most players on the team rep Nike? Um, I I, I mean, you got to be oblivious to think that that's not a factor sometimes when it comes to these kinds Heck of games. yeah. Um, but Yeah, it is. Know, t- talent will supersede a lot of that stuff, but not uh, not all that time, so.
1: Remember you remember when Adidas, Adidas uh sponsors I think the dream team and Jordan put a flag over over the logo. Reebok, Reebok, Reebok yeah, he put a flag yeah. over the logo. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I understand that you look, you respect the brand that's paying you your money. I, it's loyalty. I had, I had not, I had no problem with what Michael Jordan did. Yeah. It's loyalty, it, man. Like that's, that's just how I am. Period. I look, I got the same pool guy that I've had since I moved to Phoenix over 30 plus years ago. And I've had three different houses I've lived in and he's been my pool guy like my exterminator for many years until he retired was my exterminator like i am a loyal consumer like if you do me right i am loyal to you i had the same car dealer for like 20 years didn't matter if i wanted a different car that he wasn't even making he would go find that car for me it's just like that's just the way i am uh in regards to being a consumer uh with my loyalty and so Uh, I think a lot of players are like that, especially when they're getting a paycheck.
0: That's dope. That's dope. Well, uh, you can be loyal to OGsBrands.com because they'll make you feel good too. So there you go, OGsBrands. Go to OGsBrands.com to find the closest dispensary to you. Uh, They are the best edible in the game. If you have not ever uh, taken part in any edible, first of all, walk into any dispensary. Um, I think if you've never been into a dispensary, you'd be amazed at the customer service, number one. I don't think I've ever Hmm. been into... A dispensary where the customer service yeah. was they're all in a good mood uh, I, they are all in a good mood but they're so you know what the the, the important part too is this is a little bit of cannabis education eddie is that um they will educate you on the different strains the brands um what they can do for you uh what you're really looking for uh because some people they they want something to kind of take the edge off anxiety wise some people you know they want it for other reasons um, and they will educate you on the different kind of things that you can mm. partake in, which is fantastic. And OGs Brands mm. is in the game. Obviously with that, they got the different strains uh, in terms of Indica and Sativas. Uh, and then they got the Happy Balance and the RSO. So you can check them out at ogsbrands.com. And remember, you must be 21 and over to enjoy. So- What, uh, strain,
1: what strain do I need to deal with you? Uh,
0: you probably need an Indica because you need to chill the fuck out sometimes. <laughs> especially this early in the morning. It's too too early to be this hype, Eddie. It's one o'clock here, dude. Uh, It's too early. It's too early. (laughs) You got to let us sit in.
1: Let me tell you something. When I wake up in the morning, so you understand, (laughs) like when I wake up in the morning, I'm hyped because it's like, damn, I woke up. (laughs) You know? I feel you. A lot lot of people didn't wake up
0: yeah no, no I feel you yeah. I feel So you. when
1: i when I open my eyes I thank God I'm like okay I got another day I got another chance that's just how I view it so yeah I'm not gonna let the day go
0: I feel you no okay you've
1: never you've never been around me and I haven't been hyped ever
0: no no i don't I don't think uh if you catch you at the right time after like a long day after a game maybe maybe you're like okay I'm in little... I just want to go home a little bit. Yeah, when I'm leaving after the Suns game, I'm done. Because if you
1: think about it, I've done a three-hour show that day. I probably played golf. Then I went home and did a three-hour show. Then Mm -hmm. I had to go, you know, walk my walk to my station. And that means I got to greet probably 100 Suns fans. And then, yeah, I got to do the game. And then I got to leave again. And I got to greet another 50 to 100 Suns fans that's in my way as I'm going back to my car. And when I get in my car, yes, I'm done. Yeah, that's the time you don't want to see me.
0: <laughs> well, I, I listen. I do appreciate the time that you give us every every week. And uh, uh, if you've ever caught like last year, we had a takeover, and and I forced DJ to, to meet our people. Not forced him. You know, he was he was he obliged. Uh, but you could see that, like you know, hey, we we took a picture, Eddie, and and you were like, ah, oh, just I, I'm good. I just want I'm I'm good. I appreciate you all, people. Thank you very much. But I'm ready to go home, and uh, so you hit that post game show, and you're out. So I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, the World Cup. You've been watching the World Cup at all?
1: Not really, but I'm keeping up with it. Obviously, I got to do my. I've been hosting my radio show this week, so I got to you know talk about it. Uh, I don't. Well, I've been watched uh, To be honest with you, I don't watch a game all the way through. Uh, I just, you know, where, first of all, you're getting up too early to watch it, and I forget that it's on. And I expect them to win. Like that's what I've always been like, especially since '92 uh, with the Dream Team. I, like once the pros have been added to the to the Olympics, always expect them to win. Yes, it hasn't been the case; they have gotten beaten. But uh, I've been I've been paying attention to it. I've been reading up on it. Uh, I think Anthony Edwards has really made a, a marketing name even more for himself now. That's part of the, the, the reason why players like to play in, in the uh, international competitions too, because they can expose themselves globally and all of a sudden they're picking up more marketing opportunities. And I think Anthony Edwards has really shown his personality and the kind of player that he is. And I think, you know, he has really elevated himself Austin Reeves the same way, Uh, let's just put it where it is and be honest, it's not many white Americans playing in the NBA, okay, and and that's that's okay. I mean, look, there's not many African Americans playing hockey, okay, there's not many African Americans playing baseball, it's just the way it is. But Austin Reeves is really putting himself in a pristine position. And I've always told like white athletes this, it's like, You know, if you really love basketball and you're committed, you will leave this game with a ton of money (laughs) because it's, you know, it's the way it should be. Like, I know. I mean, it's like, you know, and sometimes people get a little unnerved by, by hearing stuff like this. Like when white fans are very appreciative of a guy, it could be a white guy that's at the end of the bench and they're cheering to put him in and they're really supporting him. Why not? I mean, that's what we've been saying historically, like growing up in the inner city of Chicago as an African-American kid, what really gave me like motivation to want to go out and succeed was watching Martin Luther King Lee, was watching Malcolm X, regardless whether you agree with him or not, Lee. Watching Jesse Jackson lead from a political standpoint, watching Hank Aaron play baseball. Why like, oh man, I want to be a baseball player. There's a guy that looks like me. Oh, I want to fly a plane. Man, there's a guy that he's flying a plane and he looks like me or a school teacher. Like, that's what you grab onto. Like, that's why I have an issue, man. I'm not gonna try to get too political, but that's why I have an issue with any politician that wants to cut off history. Like, that wanna cut out history? are you kidding me like you cut out history you're taken away from the ability to make decisions as a young kid and it just bothers me so for me man i i enjoy when i see guys like austin Reeves take advantage of his position in life and all of a sudden now as a basketball player he's making 50 plus million he's probably going to probably elevate to maybe 5 to 10 million a year in endorsements like, I applaud him for taking advantage of what he has. And I just wish everybody had that opportunity on an equal basis.
0: Yeah, I think Austin Reeves has definitely made a name for himself. I agree with you with Anthony Edwards. I think he has definitely made it known that he has arrived and he is willing to take that next step. Um, he's been the go-to guy for Team USA this uh-huh. entire this entire World Cup. Uh, the other one I would throw in there is Mikel Bridges. I think Mikel Bridges has – I mean, he was already starting to make a name for himself uh, outside of Phoenix, we all know how everybody feels. Right. about Mikhail here in Phoenix, but nationally, he was starting to gain some traction towards the end of the season with the Nets, and now on the World Cup stage, um, he's been one of their other go-to guys. He, I mean, he had—I think he had 24 the other night um, to lead them in a win over Italy. Uh, what I'm really hoping for, and and today was kind of a result that that benefits this U.S. versus Canada. Is the matchup that everybody wants to watch, everybody wants to see. Both of those squads are loaded with talent. Uh Canada has been phenomenal. Uh, you know, Dylan Brooks has been the the, the he's played better than he did in the NBA last year. <clears throat> and he's <clears throat> and he's been every bit uh the the benefactor of a little bit of time, a little reassessment. And uh he's played well. Uh, but you have other guys like RJ Barrett, um Shea gilgis Alexander, so on and so forth. Like they have been just been. Phenomenal to watch, but Team USA—they uh, have one more game, uh, semifinal before they could possibly meet up with Canada in the championship, and hopefully that happens because everybody well, wants to see that.
1: Yeah, what a home run! Like for for the North American continent, right? That's yeah. how I look at it. Yeah, like what a home run uh, to be able to represent and and go against each other. Uh, yeah, that's gonna not. that's not gonna be an easy game. Like Shea is Alexander. Uh, I would probably first of all. I think Oklahoma City is going to be a playoff team this year, and they have a, they have to me the ability to get the sixth seed. That that's how good I think they're going to be. It I, all believe, I believe on that how, too.
0: How quickly I, I've been on the OKC train this entire time. Mm-hmm. Like I believe OKC is going to be legitimate this year.
1: They are, and Chet Holmgren is what I expect him to be because I think he can. He's going to be a tremendous player. They're gonna be a problem. Uh, they have some serious talent on that team. And I'd be shocked in about two, three years if they're not winning championships, if they keep that together. Now, Sam Presti has had a hard time keeping his stars together, as we've seen with the you know Harden leaving and then KD leaving and Westbrook leaving. Uh, they had Paul George, he left. So uh, if they can figure out how to keep their top players, they'll be fine, but Shea Gilgis-Alexander in my estimation, will probably be a top three or top four MVP candidate again this year. Uh, There's nothing that he can't do. And they're going to have an issue with him. Because the Americans, you got to understand, they're sharing the ball. Like, you know, it's one thing to have a lot of talent, but then you're sharing it, right? And so with Canada, we are they, you know what their hierarchy is. It's Shea Gilgis and then it's everybody else. And because of that, they have more continuity. And in any given game, that's dangerous. That is dangerous. When you have a bunch of guys that feel like, oh, I can make the shot, I can make the shot. And then you got the guy on the other side that's saying, no, no, I'm gonna take the shots and they're gonna rally around me and do what they need to do. For a one game situation, that's extremely dangerous. And so the US is gonna have their work cut out for them without a doubt. Uh, They got their work cut out for them playing Germany. That's not going to be an easy out. Yeah. Okay. You got them Wagner brothers on there. They ain't no joke. Okay. And you know, Dennis Schroeder is a major problem. They got Daniel Tice on there. So they got NBA players. So can't look past Germany. Uh, And then, you know, if they do wind up playing Canada, that is going to be a difficult game.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, One team that they will not have to play is Slovenia. Uh, And that's uh, (laughs) because Luca is out. Uh, Luca was a little salty today, though. I don't know if you saw this, but he was a little salty because he felt like the refs, well, uh, were giving Dylan Brooks a little bit more than they should have. Uh, take a listen.
1: The referee told one of the guys, "We're not going to call a foul on him because he's coming at us." Uh, I think this is not fair.
0: Uh, I know I complain a lot, uh, but this is—I don't think it's fair. Uh. Come on, Luca. Like, it's—it's it's funny. For somebody who complains all the time in these games, he sure likes—he sure likes to play the victim from time to time. And this, come on, man! Like, really? I, I just, yeah. I, I just, I yeah. So old. I got
1: you.
0: I, I got you. I got you. Look,
1: Luca is very—I uh, don't know what it is with him. First of all, you know he's—he's he's probably the most talented player over there. The, the dude is an unreal basketball yeah, player.
0: Yeah, a million percent.
1: He's an un, he's an unreal dominant basketball player. The problem with him, and he's going to have to understand this. I play with a lot of great players. His major problem right now is one: he whines too much, and he whines too much publicly. See, like, it's almost like being a poker player. Like, you can't show your hand. He shows his hand too much. And the hand that he's showing is that you can get under his skin. And that's what Dylan Brooks did. Like, and he it, it happens to him time and time again. And not only did Dylan Brooks get under his skin, I think authority gets under his skin. And that's not good. You know, and that's never been addressed with Luka like you know it's been addressed with draymond like some guys just don't like authority they don't like like rasheed wallace was like that like rasheed wallace couldn't he could not ever give in to the thought that officials had control over him and i think as an athlete you got to understand that you know you can't beat that like james Harden refused to tell adam silver that he would accept his, his way to the all-star game last year and then adam Silver finally said forget it and gave it to somebody else james harden called back said no it's too late like a lot of guys think they supposed to have authority over guys that have authority in that situation and luca is a prime example man and dallas needs to get a hold of him with this because he's going to cost them like i did something on my show yesterday serious xm nba radio every day one to four pacific time uh i said is shea Gildas alexander a better winner than luca right i mean think about it is he a better winner you know luca's going further in the playoffs, but is shea Gildas is eventually going to be a better winner than luca i think he will yeah like i i think he will and it's not that he might. You can argue that he not might not be better than him, but to me, it's like apples and oranges. They're both dominant. They both get to the free throw line. They both can score. They both got size. They both attack the rim. Uh, they can they can score from outside. It's just nothing that they don't have. But I think what Shea Gilgis has is a demeanor that is going to promote him among officials. He's going to get more calls. He's going to be he's going to be more. They're going to be more lenient toward him. And with Luca, they're gonna grow tired of him, and I think that's part of his problem. And if I was his teammate, I would just try to get him to understand it. The world is not yours. You're not Scarface, dude. You know what happened to Scarface at the end, Luca? <laughs> they shot him up. Okay. All right. New Jack. New Jack City. Wesley Snipes thought he got off. Old dude. Old dude on the block. Put him away with a twenty-two. Okay, so you're not you're not going to win, man. You're not going to win. The the NBA will go on without you. (laughs) Officials will go on without you, dude. Just stop fighting them, man. It's just a waste of time.
0: My man bringing out the classics today, man. (laughs) I've heard of New Jack City in a minute. Wow, rockabye baby, there we go. Rockabye baby, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, that's Eddie Johnson. That's another episode of Outside Shots. That's it for us today. Uh, you can vi- visit us again next week as we come back. It'll be at eight thirty next week. Uh, I promise you all that Eddie's coming back to town, so no more vacation for him. Uh, enjoy the games. I uh, hope they lose every single one, but I hope you enjoy them until they lose. Uh, uh you can follow Eddie Johnson at jumpshot Eight on Twitter. You can follow me at Saul underscore Bookman on Twitter, and you can follow the show at PHNX underscore sons. As always, we'll see you next week.